What's up, Internet? Welcome to Legacy Characters, a podcast where my dad and I hang out and talk about everything in pop culture. Comics, movies, television, music. We look how it used to be. We look how it is now. Everywhere in between. And now, without further ado, let's get generationally geeky. Welcome, everybody. This is the Legacy where the characters. I'm Carter John, joined as always by Daddy-O. Say what's up. What's up, Carter John? Not too fucking much, man. But today, we're going to chat a little bit, have a little somber eulogy. Yeah, we had a, had a special loss. The specialist of losses here on Legacy Characters, the ultimate legacy. Stan Lee, man. Stan the man Lee oh. finally passed. 95, he lived 95 good years, and dude. He, he actually turned 96 next month. So, yeah, so like, he was closer to 96, he was 95. That is more life than we could any of us could ever have hoped for. Yeah, or like, yeah, really imagine. Yeah, you no. Know, it just, yeah, that's just so many years of, of so much good shit. Yeah, and yeah, to do what he had done in that 95 years and kind of reshape culture, uh, yeah, for he, lack of a well, better word, I would say he was one of the one of the you know the the godfather of pop. Yeah, like I mean, there's as we sit in you know my room here, covered in fucking superhero shit, yep. staring at a Marvel wall of his just pure co-creations. Because I, I don't want to you know demean Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko and all those guys, but Stan was instrument, instrumental in creating you know most of what we deem as the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah, he was. He had a hand in it. He had partners, yes, but he was kind of the yeah. He was the you know, the name, yeah. yeah, and the face of the company. Like exactly. I, I was trying to think about it this week, kind of you know reflecting on Stan and his life, and I don't remember a time where I didn't know who Stan Lee was. Right. Yeah, because you came into a time, you know, the '90s where it was it was gearing back up. Exactly. Like, and I was still watching, you know, Spider-Man and his amazing friends and all those cartoons that yep. Stan uh, did the intros to on like old Cartoon Network, along with the modern, the new stuff that like that was the new Spider-Man series literally ends with the last episode of Spider-Man meeting Stan Lee. Right. And being like, I created you. And I was like, oh, okay. So, I mean, that was. Yeah, as far as you can, as far as you can remember back. Yeah, it's, it's Stan Lee has been an integral part of your universe. I mean, even more so than Bob Kane. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, and those are the two that kind of get within the comics circle. Like, Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, and Bob Kane are like the most well-known. The names. Yeah. Yes, but, you know those names. If you know a slightest inkling of comic books you've heard those names you, those yeah you know those names and but more so than the other two is i always knew stanley like yep. stanley was marvel yeah and, and he he had a more of a presence yeah in um uh, in the genre Every, where you knew the names of the other guys but you knew stanley's name and you knew what stanley looked like exactly he was a, a character within himself Exactly, to a and he extent. fit so perfect with what he did. Exactly, and like for a time in my life where you know X Men came out in two thousand, and I was eight, and that's when those cameos began. Yep, like 
a mixture of my early childhood, the animation, and knowing Stanley, and then boom, like my entire movie watching life, essentially, with these characters since 2000, the last 18 years, was like, A, I know that guy, and B, you look forward in every Marvel movie. So, like, I don't. He, he set that, yeah, he kind of, he, he, I wouldn't say standard, but he, he, he set that process in motion. Exactly. And it became. You know, not just with the MCU in the last 10 years, like it started in 2000 because I remember seeing him in the first X-Men movie on that beach scene. Right. In that cameo in the theater and be like, oh, shit, that's Stan Lee. And knowing that at eight years old. Yep. So it became one of these, you know, he became such an integral part of the journey of superhero culture in this medium. Right. In, you know transcending the pages i guess is what i'm trying to say and yeah growing it, beyond yeah, it. It, it it he 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 was that bridge he always was though to make this culture like hey it's not just for kids and it's not yep. just you know silly books yeah with pictures and uh, and and he, and he did it you know if you think all the way back to the 70s oh no yeah where he, he was involved with the you know the tv series he was always there an ambassador for like these characters are so much more like the comic books are fantastic but there's only so many people you can reach that way right but like these characters deserve their time to shine because you know, they, if you think about it, as color television oh yeah came into play and you know all of these comics that were so colorful but yet they were on a page exactly. started to come to life and, and that's we've seen superheroes kind of ride the wave of technology all the way through yep like cgi movies have oh been, yeah and how they've become more and more and more and more lifelike exactly because they have the ability to make these characters look real in real life like yep. there's been the appetite to see these characters fully realized and stan was on the forefront of like pushing for that yeah but i'm so happy he got to see at least it all like, come to fruition exactly like he lived in a world where his characters are the most popular on the planet. Yes. Over Batman, over Superman. Like yep. Iron Man created by co created by Stanley. Captain America, no, but brought back by Stanley. Like yep. Thor co created by Stanley. Incredible Hulk co created by Stanley. The X Men co created by Stanley. Like these are the biggest characters. Spider Man co created by like the Yeah, they're all and he has a direct relationship to all of them. Like Avengers Infinity War, he got to see that and those are all mainly his creations is now the third or fourth highest grossing movie, movie of ever. all time. Yep. Like hard And, and stop. seeing that's the cool part is that he was that he was that tie. He was that mm -hmm. bridge. You walked across Stan Lee from the pages that he helped yeah. create or co-create to the into, movies. you know, you got this this live move, moving entity whether it be a cartoon yeah. or real life or live action that it was so amazing, it, and, and and then his cameos just added that that little Stanley twist to it. Always, but it and it established the universe. Yep, like as a whole, like the Marvel universe, like through the eyes of Stanley, through Stanley, yep. like it was. Oh, the idea this all this shit's all connected, like because that right. guy shows up in all of it. Yeah. Like he talks about all of it. Like he yeah, showed all, up. It's a, yeah, it's all happening on the same plane at the same time. Yeah, like he show up in the Fantastic Four cartoon and then show up in the Spider Man cartoon and then show up in the X Men cartoon. Yep. And you're like, oh, it's all like Spider Man can hang out with the X Men. Right. And that's kind of. And I heard it on a podcast this week, but that's kind of what Stan invented. Right. Like, 
it's weird because in comic history, Justice League comes first, which is the first idea of like these heroes can cross over and, and hang out up. with each other. Yes, team up. Actually, that's the more operative word. Like what Stan did is, I'm gonna put them all in New York. Like everyone jokes, but like the Marvel universe is in New York, right? And it allows like Daredevil could pop up in an issue of Spider Man, and then you see the issue of Daredevil, and it references the pop up with Spider Man. Yep. Like, well, you know, he's a New York guy. He's a Manhattan guy. So exactly, you, it would only it would only you know be fitting that all his guys be from there. And it makes sense, but it allowed for that crossover that, you know, cross promotional books that built an intertwined universe. Cause at the end of the day, like Batman's in Gotham, Superman's in Metropolis, uh, flashes in central city. Like they're, they all have their own, own entities that they're protecting. And they'll cross over sometimes, but not like everybody being in New York, Queens, Brooklyn, hell's kitchen. you, You can see Spidey swinging around and possibly, uh, Daredevil throwing down in an alley. Yeah, or like Daredevil's on a mystery and like hits a goon. It's like, where did you get that fucking thing? It's like, well, uh, Hammerhead was fighting Spider Man last week and it was part of the shrapnel that came off the weapon from Hammerhead. And you're like, right. boom, go see, and like, editor note, go see Spider Man 398 for full story. And you're like, boom. And you like get this. the backstory to why all that ties in and, and what, what you can foresee coming up. Exactly. And that's what kind of Kevin Feige's adopted for the movies is what essentially what was Stan Lee's original idea in the comic books. Right. Because Just to keep them all interconnected. Mo- the dude was writing all these books at the same time, like yep. fucking ten titles, just like Kevin Feige's mastering eighteen movies. You're right, exactly. So, like, you get these architect figureheads, but just the ability to have that kind of forethought and imagination at a time where, like, that wasn't a thing. No, like, to invent was, the know, thing that, time, that is now the cool thing. Yeah, at, at the time it was, you know, it was so fringe. Yeah. And, um, you know, those guys were all struggling just to keep their heads above mm-hmm. water and still be creative. Like, they were about to abandon superhero books. The full story is they were going to abandon superhero books and Stan was going to quit. And then his wife, Joan, convinced him, do one the way you want to and see what happens. Right. You ain't got nothing to lose. Right, yeah. You're getting ready to shut the shit down, so might and, as well throw a Hail Mary. And boom, Fantastic Four won. He's like, here's superhero family. They're a team. But they're a family first. Right. And you get all the problems with that, and they're humans. Yeah. And it's that's what began the Marvel Universe and the Marvel Method, which is, um, this is how I've always distinguished it from DC, is Stanley wrote characters, humans trying to be gods, where DC is gods trying, trying to, to be, be humans. humans. Like, DC characters don't have problems. No, because they're, they're yeah, they, they're... They're already established as superhuman or gods. Yeah, or even Batman is the human and has more money than God. Right. So, like, these, they don't have issues. Like, Peter had to pay his rent. Like, Steve doesn't know anyone. Like, yep. Tony has shrapnel in his heart. The Hulk turns in, like... If He's he, a human that turns into the Hulk. An in- uncontrollable monster. Like Right, and that whole tie relationship. Even Thor has to turn back into a normal human with disabilities with a gimp leg right like the, they all have a, a human tie yes a human tie so and that's you know the x-men which is i think the most influential comic book like mainstream comic book probably since superman with how it you know tackled racism and gender identity and like all these things 
like Stan created these characters whose flaws were their strongest asset. Right. Like it was like, it hey, was, you're weird. Attribute. You're weird and different, but maybe that's the best thing about you. Yeah. Like, exactly. That is what makes you the best. Exactly. And that's especially why I was such a Marvel Universe kid growing up. It was real. These characters were tangible. They had issues. Like Peter had to worry. Like Spider Man had to worry about getting his homework done. Wanted right, to, and losing his backpack and, you know, getting to school on time. While fighting the Green Goblin. Right. You know, swinging around, you know, New York City. Like, these were relatable characters, and that's what always drew me into them as kind of the separating factor between them and, and DC. DC. Because you read DC, and like you said, you, you're reading about these gods that are yeah. fighting godlike creatures. and that, But that's why DC's cool. Like, Superman isn't cool because he's so strong he's cool because he has to hold back how strong he is right like he's constantly like imagine a world made of glass and cardboard yep and the amount of willpower and pure hope and happiness that it takes to trust everyone and believe and not and hold back your Have constant a, nature restrained it, constantly yeah like that's there, the internal battle that would be and that, but that's a top-down approach as yep. opposed to the marvel which i always viewed as bottom up right yeah yeah you start with the human and you build on that exactly where you start on a god and gave him human flaws yep like there's nothing barry allen like he is what's wrong with him he's late because he's busy saving people, right? Like yep. the dude has no flaws. He's the not. He's just the nice guy. Like he always does the right thing. Yeah, he just gets in over his head sometimes because he always wants to do the right thing. Like, yep. Daredevil's blind. Yeah, like there's automatically like that's I, and Catholic. I always think when you talk about Daredevil, dude. it's not only he's blind, but he is diehard, devout, 100% Catholic. Yeah, to get back on the Stan Lee, but you bring up Daredevil. I think Daredevil is the most rich storytelling character in comics and, and superhero medium. Right. I think yeah. between the blindness, the Catholic guilt, and you know the kind of dark, edgy stories that that character lends but, itself you know, to. Having to deal with Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, and just like all of those aspects were developed by Stan. Right. Like those things, the, 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 the core human, character. Yeah, the daily human aspect of, of living life. As, you know, a conflicted lawyer who takes the law into his own hand is a blind He's man. A, yeah, a vigilante. And what a cool power that he developed. Like, and it was always based in science. And, like, it, it was just a unique uh, way of developing these characters that differentiated them completely from DC. Like, they are two different flavors. Right. Yep. That's why, and like and people then, are like, and, which and, one do you like goes, more? And you know, with the development of each of those individuals, yeah. it goes Go right back to they all belong and exist in the same universe. Yeah, and they work together, and like their flaws compound amongst each other on their teams, and like the Avengers. <laughs> right, yeah, as they're trying to work together. Like they, he literally had Ant Man beat his wife. Like that was, like that Something happened that in Marvel had, Comics. Yeah, it happened. That kind of flaw. That kind of you know fuck up in this. Right. That's not a word, but now it is. Fuck up in this. Yeah. No, like, it was so unique. It was so awesome. Like, Stan Lee is the GOAT, man. Yeah. I I said it earlier to you um, off mic, but, like, I don't think there's any person on this planet that I've never met that has ever influenced my life more. Yeah. Had had a direct bearing on, you know, how you look at things. Yeah. My life. Like, 
yes, his creations have developed my, you know, or a good piece of my moral understanding of the world. Right. Like, yep. With great power comes great responsibility. Like I live my life by that. Yep. Like yeah, if you if you yeah, if you have a power, then you know, you should be responsible for it. Yeah. Then and you, be responsible for how you utilize it. Right? It's so good. Uh love Stan. Just wanted to eulogize him. A quick little episode, but before we're out of here, dude, he is the king of cameos. Stan oh. the Manly. We want to talk about some of our favorites. Oh yeah. And and that's and that's the great part. And and, and yep. you know, we brought this up throughout this this talk is yeah, his cameos, his his jump from mm-hmm. creating this on paper to being directly involved. Yeah, and and, it, and just like I said, you know Stanley the name, but ninety percent of the people know what he looks like. Exactly, that's Stanley. Yeah, the sunglasses, the mustache, all of yeah, it. Yeah, the way that his hair always you you know Stanley, and no matter where he pops up, you know you pick him out. Yeah, yeah, there's it, Stan. It's so much fun what these Marvel movies have been able to do with him, but uh, yeah, dude. So, what are some come to mind for you? Uh, some of your favorites. Yeah, and I was I was thinking about it last night that yeah, there's just so many just cool ones. Yeah, um, there's over twenty at this point. Oh yeah, but th- then you know you go back into the seventies where he yeah. was doing pop ins on you know these cartoons. Yeah, you know, and then the voiceovers and all, all that of shit. that, and that's another one hundred percent recognizable thing is his voice. Oh, He's yeah. got kind of a high. Yeah, exactly. He's just, hey, true believers, <laughs> right? Like, and he and Excelsior. he's got a, such an octave range because yeah. you know he can speak in that high graspy you and know, so hey, much energy yeah. and right. then the, you know the, yeah the the graspy you know uh, uh, lower tones yeah he's but the, and you know that huh ah, there's that's Dan the man like yeah. he he's unique in his entire personality he was a truly unique individual so yeah um, one that popped into my mind last night was uh, the security guard. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah, where he, he stands there. He, he's like, I'm going to get a lot of trouble for this. And he's like, they're going to fire there's, me. Yeah, there's the, you know, cap suits missing. No, those are my, like, it, I think those are my favorite where they give him a line or give him actually something to do. Right, rather than not, just stand there and look yeah, or, like, you know, just, yeah. Most, he doesn't do anything. Yeah, most of the early X-Men ones are him just standing there. But no, um... I, I love that one is great. I love the um, what is it? Amazing Spider Man. He doesn't say anything in that one, but where they're fighting behind him, and oh, he has the earphones on. Yeah, and like it was really cool in three D. I remember that in the right. theater. Uh, I love Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I think is my all time favorite. Like yeah. the proof that like he's talking to the Watchers, and like all of these are connected, and he's possibly some interdimensional like super being made to watch right the whole Marvel universe. And, the, and yeah, the, the creator. And it's, you know he he, he <sighs> looks at you know I look at that those those guys yes that watch over but the, you know they're, they're old enough to be kind of creators. That's exactly who they are. Their they, their name is the Watchers. They are the Watchers of all creation. They document time and history and space and so for him to be just like Uh, part of that and 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 kind of 
Like he's holding court there, dude. He's dictating what's <laughs> happened to the Watchers. He's talking yeah. about his time when he shows up in Civil War, which was in the future from where that happens, which means Stan Lee transcends time and space. And yeah, Mar- so of course he is. Like he should be he's one of the shit. He should be the Watcher. Like he yeah. should be Uwat to the Watcher, who is this overarching being who kind of keeps tabs on our Marvel universe, right? Like, and just the inkling towards yeah. that and that all of these cameos have meant something and that he is truly that important to the Marvel Universe. All of it, dude. Yes. But, no, I think that is my all-time Much favorite. gratitude. Yes, yeah, Stanley, rest in peace, man. Gone but never never can be forgotten. No. The ultimate, the Stan, the man, Lee. Like, that's so that's our episode for this week, man. It was a tough one. Uh hard week but but we celebrate we, we got 95 years dude, yeah of, so, of, of exception exactly so internet people come online hit us up at legacycharacters.com that's a cool place to get with us or twitter at legacy character that's the best place uh facebook.com slash legacy characters most importantly if you don't mind doing the show a huge huge favor please like subscribe rate and review on soundcloud itunes and stitcher radio really helps us be found and one more. Stan the Man Lee, rest in peace. And everybody else, go out and make your own legacy. You characters. <laughs>